Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, they'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Please welcome Broad Judge. Hi, folks. Today we will, we will be talking about your light on a hill. First of all, get a piece of paper and a pen to record the scriptures that will come. Remember, you are instructed to test the information you hear to see if it aligns with the Word of God. This is how you become strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. It's especially important for you to have a secure understanding of your position before the throne. Knowing your righteous standing gives you boldness and confidence to totally expect God to watch over His Word to confirm it when you speak it. As a Christian, you are called to confront the enemy on behalf of the sick, the lame, the crippled, the blind, the oppressed, the lost, the abused, and the list goes on. Now, when Jesus was here on this earth, he made seven I am statements. He said, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. Jesus said, I am the door of the sheep. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And Jesus said, I am the true vine. Now, I want to talk about the second statement where Jesus says, I am the light of the world. In this natural world, we have the sun by day and the moon and stars by night. And at night, when we're at home, we turn on a switch and we have light all around us. This is not quite quite what Jesus is talking about. But let's look at what the book of Revelation says about Jesus, that he is the light in heaven too. Revelations 22, verses 4 and 5, says, They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They need no lamp, nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light. Jesus is the light in heaven. Now we can say and believe that Jesus is the light in this natural world, and the light of the spiritual world. He is the light in our world that we see by faith with our natural eyes, and he is the light in the unseen world that we can only see with the eyes of our hearts. The question remains, why does he call himself the light of the world? So let's see what John says about Jesus in 1 John 3, verse 8. John writes, He who sins is of the devil, 
For the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of Man was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Excellent. Now we understand that the light of Jesus destroys the works of the devil because the devil's works are done in darkness, in spiritual darkness and in natural darkness. What does the Bible say about the people of the world? Ephesians 2, verse 2, the Apostle Paul writes, In which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. 2 Timothy 2.26, Paul writes again, that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. And then Acts 26, verse 18. Now in this scripture, Saul is giving his personal testimony to King Agrippa. In it, Saul is explaining the moment he received Jesus as his Lord. And Jesus was saying to Saul, I am sending you, now we're on verse 18, to open their eyes, that's the Gentiles' eyes, in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. From this we can paint a picture of lost people in the grip of Satan, held in darkness, held in a prison, doing what Satan wants them to do. And Jesus has called Satan a liar, a thief, a murderer, a destroyer. In Satan's realm, there is no light, only darkness, only black darkness, an absence of light. His throne is in the unseen realm here on earth. He has already lost the battle. We are victorious. Both you and I have the victory. When Jesus died on the cross, Satan's prison doors flung open and the chains fell off the prisoners. The captives were set free. But in the blackness, the lost cannot find these open doors and cannot escape into freedom. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6, the Apostle Paul writes again, For it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Today, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of his Father, well then, who is the light in the darkness now? That's you and that's me. Let's go to Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 to 16. Jesus says, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light 
so shine. This is Jesus now in verse 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Ah, now it's another question. Where is the battle fought in the struggle to keep our lights bright? Bright enough to show the lost of this world where those open gates are to help the lost escape. Well, the battle to keep our lights shining brightly is fought in our mind. Yes, in your mind and in my mind. When you saw the light and recognized that the prison gates were open, you went through. You escaped. At that moment, Jesus reached down and took your citizenship out of this world and placed it in the invisible kingdom of God. God has left you and me here in this world, but we're not of this world. Jesus also made us lights like him to show other lost people how to escape too. Let's move on to Colossians. Chapter 1, verse 13, Paul writes, it says, And he, that's the Father, has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love. Ephesians 2.19, Paul also writes, Now therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Now that we are in the kingdom of God, we have been appointed as ambassadors and lights. We now represent Jesus and not ourselves. We don't represent ourselves. You may ask, why don't the prisoners come out of the devil's prison? Well, they are blind. The devil has blinded their minds and their eyes of their hearts. Our bright lights and our desire to be ambassadors will penetrate that blackness, that blindness, and show the lost a way to escape. Before you and I experienced salvation, we had a jailer. We were in prison and had a jailer. Now we have a personal devil who seeks to destroy us. Well, he cannot destroy us. We have the victory in Jesus Christ, but he can try to get us to destroy ourselves. What is the source of our light? The Apostle Paul writes in Colossians 1, verse 27, To them, the church, God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, Christ in me, the hope of glory. That's our light. Jesus is our light the light that we shine to the world. People see our life, where we go, what we do, the people we hang around with, the words we say. We can easily allow our light to grow dim by the words we speak, words of doubt, unbelief, words of anger, words that Jesus does not want to hear coming out of our mouth. Friends and strangers looking at us may hear us proclaim Christianity but won't receive it if our light is not shining brightly. Remember I said the battle is fought 
in our minds, we still are victorious and always will be when we do what Jesus said. Now here's three statements from Paul, James, and Peter. In Ephesians 4, verse 27, the Apostle Paul says, give no place to the devil, not in your mind. James, verse seven, chapter four, James says, therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. That's a promise. 1 Peter 5, verses 8 and 9, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith. That is Peter talking. Yes, we can resist the devil in our minds by speaking God's word over ourselves, and the devil will flee. Now, I'd like to lead you in a prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I repent that my light is dim for you, and I confess that as sin. I ask God's forgiveness of my conduct, and I accept God's forgiveness, for I know he is faithful and just and will forgive me of my sins and cleanse me of all unrighteousness. I have an assurance that I know my light can be much brighter now for Jesus. I lean on the Holy Spirit to increase the brightness of my light beyond what it has ever been before. Thank you, God, and now I stand straight and bright in your kingdom. Amen and amen. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.